To support their booming urban populations, many cities are coming to rely on the Internet of Things to collect, share, and analyze real-time data on urban environments. The data gathered helps cities to do things like combat crime, reduce pollution, and decrease traffic congestion, to name a few. Do you live in a smart city? Is this introducing the prophesied mark of the beast? Let's talk about it. To End of the Age, I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're excited that you have joined us today. We've got a very informative show for you. Uh, if you're in the Dallas, Pittsburgh, San Jose area, uh, or several other cities in the United States, you'll want to definitely uh, pay close attention to this subject because we are introducing to you perhaps smart cities what in the world does that mean? We'll get into it. We are taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Doug, what in the world is smart cities? Well, it's an interesting concept, Vince. So that city is going to be connected to all kinds of different um, devices, street poles that have these readers on them, um, you know, your cell phones are going to connect to it. Everything within uh, an apartment complex, within your home, uh, we're talking refrigerators, toasters, stoves, anything that has a smart device in it, televisions, of course, will be loaded up and, and they'll be able to use that data and collect that data uh, in, in order to do the things you talked about. So what if I have a ring doorbell? Yeah, it'll also be plugged up into that as well. Or but, I have my um, baby monitor that's on Bluetooth or inter- or the internet. Yeah, anything like that. Or my security like cameras. I know it's a little spooky to think about. Uh, you know, I mean, there there's been like uh, speculation that they've already been using these things to kind of spy on us anyway, right? We've heard. You oh, know, that that's a TVs, conspiracy theory. It's well, not yeah, true, absolutely, but. but uh, now they're going to do it, and they're telling you they're going to do it. So the cat's out of the bag because if you live in one of these smart cities, they're collecting data. They're doing it any way they can. Now, they uh, may not be collecting data through your ring doorbell, right? but because it has that connection, it's possible to be tapped into. Right. In fact, there's many stories that have, that have been released over the years where someone um, uh, hijacked basically that feed, and yeah. there's stories of people that are talking to babies over a baby monitor and it's not it's very creepy. someone in the next room right uh, there's people who speak over the security cameras or call you and tell you what they can see on your security cameras and you don't know who they are yeah. so these things because they're connected to the internet are able to be hacked right and if they are tapping into security cameras and it's an organized effort by the city in connection with not just the state government mm-hmm. or the local police station, but this is coming from the World Economic Forum. <laughs> Go figure. So it's a global thing. <laughs> right. And one of the cities is right here where we, we're not actually in the city of Dallas, but we are in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Yeah. And you and I have been in the city of Dallas 
uh, plenty of times and probably somewhat regularly over the months. But nonetheless, apparently Dallas is one of the smart cities that have been launched. And it's been happening. I didn't hear anything about it until today. Right. So apparently we've been in communication with the World Economic Forum to some degree. And this is directly from the World Economic Forum. Yeah, it's from their website. A celebratory we announcement. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so the the really crazy thing about events is it is the way that they're setting up the World Economic Forum. They're bringing in leaders from all over the world. And those leaders are, um, like Klaus Schwab has said before, these leaders are leaders that we have groomed, you know, through the, the World Economic Forum. They brought them in the world global leaders. Um, and so these young global leaders that have come in, these elite uh, Klaus Schwab even said in a video we've shown before, he, he bragged about how they've infiltrated cabinets of government. And so it's no uh, you know, surprise that we've got cities here in the United States that are willing to, uh, to go smart and do a smart city uh, and allow all this information to be gathered. And so, like you said, one of the fears or the dangers of it is, is that it could be hacked things could be used against you because it's hacked. But it also, we're looking at this from a global government stance where they have the information, they have the control. So whoever controls that information, that data, controls a lot of different things. Well, really, it does make a lot of sense. Like when you say we can reduce traffic, well, in a city like Dallas, people are paying money to get on the toll road to get out of traffic. Right. Um, People would love to figure out a way to avoid Dallas traffic and the same is true, I'm sure, for San Jose, Pittsburgh. I think Chattanooga was Chattanooga the other one was in Tennessee. One. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure how traffic is there. It doesn't sound like maybe quite like Dallas, but nonetheless, um, these things are good things. If you yeah. are concerned at all about pollution, this is going to help reduce pollution. Oh, so it's yeah. a great thing. It sounds like a great thing, doesn't it? Well, yeah, and so that's kind of the, the part. It's like similarly to <coughs> excuse me, gun control, it's like, Okay, if we're going to say, we're not talking about gun control today, but um, I guess we are now. But, uh, you know, if we're going to say that someone needs to pass a uh, a mental evaluation, mm-hmm. you know, the questions that always come up are who performs that, what are the rules that are set in place that determine wh- whether someone passes or not. Sure. If I say you have to be born again to be saved, to enter the kingdom of heaven, like Jesus said, mm-hmm. you know, and this is the way to get to heaven would I pass this evaluation? Probably not. So I might be deemed mentally unstable to carry a firearm mm-hmm. because of my religious perspective. So that's, we don't even know if that would be part of it, but right. that's why the, I guess the uncertainty there is who gets to ask these questions, who gets to determine what a passing answer is. Yeah. And similar to this, this technology does bring a lot of good things. I mean... Because of the advancement of technology, we're able to broadcast this show yeah. all over the world every single day. And so that is a great thing. We, we are very grateful for that. We've connected to people all over the world, and we're grateful for that. So there is benefits to technology, but when it gets in someone's hands that has ill intent right. or intent that goes against our preferences, maybe it's not necessarily ill intent, but we don't agree with it one way or the other, Right. Uh, then we kind of get into some problems. Yeah. So. Well, and, you know, algorithms is how they determine a lot of things 
you know, that how they advertise toward people. Uh, Watch they, it, Doug. Our technology team will kind of bring you in on a meeting if you reveal too much <laughs> of how much you know. Right. But, you know, I mean, seriously, that's how they, they've been doing things for a long time. Well, this is just another way to do that, Vince. This is another way for them to uh, be able to monitor and follow your behaviors so that they can uh, advertise toward you or, you know, I mean, it does seem like a great thing. There's movie clips where they've used the technology in movies for years. Yep. So we're watching it and it looks like it's really cool, but in the long run, is it cool or is it dangerous? And is it the mark of the beast or something that will work with it? Yeah. We'll get into more of that after this break. You don't want to go anywhere. We are taking your calls and we have open lines. The number to join us is 877 time 877-363-8463. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 intime That's 800-363-8463. Move Mountains with Irvin Baxter. This book by Irvin's grandson provides 30 days of devotion that will enhance your relationship with God and others. Authentic illustrations from early morning devotions at End Time will help you find your purpose and eliminate fears. Commit to taking this 30-day journey and experience real life change. Get your book for only $14.99. Call 1-800-363-8463 or go to endtime.com slash move. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have some open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Be sure to go to endtime.com slash events to see when we will be coming to a city near you. We hold conferences all over the United States primarily. And so uh, be sure to go there, endtime.com slash events. We would love for you to come out and meet Dave and Jana and whoever else is on the crew when we come to a city near you. Uh, not a prophecy conference, but sometimes people want to know where we're going to be speaking. And um, I think Doug's speaking coming up. I don't know if he's ready to talk about that yet, but uh, in a few weeks he'll be speaking at his church. Uh, but I'll be speaking uh, July 3rd at the, what is it, the United in Freedom Tent Revival. It's in North Texas near Oklahoma, right outside of Bonham, I believe, is where it is. 
Uh, you can learn more about that at endtime.com slash events. It's not a prophecy conference, uh, but I will be speaking along with a number of other people. Uh, it's a several-day event, but it's the United in Freedom Tent Revival. And you do have to RSVP if you'd like to come, though it is free. Uh, RSVP is required. Go to endtime.com slash events. You'll see it listed there. You can click the link to RSVP. So There's, there's going to be some good folks there. There's a lot of good folks are going to be at that. There's a number of people you. that are that are very popular. I, yeah, I don't know how I made the list, but well, there I know I'll how be. You made the list. I think that's awesome. I'll be the weirdo there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people are going to want to hear what you have to say. I guarantee it. And yeah. You may even get some new uh, audience for us. I mean, you go and tell them where yeah, you're from. I'm happy to connect with anyone that comes out. I won't be go. hiding in a VIP room. It's a right. tent in the middle of a field, and so I'll be there. I'd love to chat with everybody. Amen. I also want to remind everyone um, that this is a special month because it's a match campaign. We've had some generous partners say, uh, you know, whatever's donated up to $50,000, I'll match. So you can go to endtime.com slash 2x, and if you give $25 right now through the end of this month, it will turn into 50. 500 turns into 1,000 and so on. Whatever you give is going to be doubled up to $50,000. So go to endtime.com slash 2x or give us a call at 800 endtime. 800-363-8463. All right, Doug, we better get into this. We have some videos we want to show. We have several stories that people need to hear about. And so I think we have a video right out of the gate that everyone needs to see. We yeah. ready for it? Absolutely. All right. And it's all headed up by a guy named Klaus Schwab, who's pretty much running a one-world government here. He kicked off the week by saying the future is theirs, not yours. The future is not just happening the future is built by us, by a powerful community as you here in this room. We have the means to improve the states of the world. And the way they start is by tracking you. If you go deep in the weeds and what these people are saying at this place, they're openly scheming up some of the craziest plans you'll ever hear of, like tracking your carbon footprint. We're developing through technology, an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker. Hmm. Stay tuned. You heard it. The one world government wants to keep tabs on what you eat and where you go. (laughs) So... Vince, the reason why this is important is because of the fact that they're talking about here uh, tracking you through your uh, carbon footprint. This is one of the things that they'll be able to figure out when you go to these smart cities, uh, when you begin to collect data on people. One of the reasons why this can be dangerous is because uh, if one, I'll just tell you, today was a very difficult time for me because as I looked at this, particular article that, like we stated, comes from the WEF, I began to follow down other avenues and see other things that they're up to. And so they just put it right there on their page, so the information's right there for you. Uh, it's almost as if, as if it's a documented uh, form there of what their plan is. But the thing is, they're, they're telling you what they want to do. They want to reduce uh, carbon. They want to go to a uh, cashless society using like Bitcoin and things like that. Uh, the the uh, the currency 
that's electronic so that they can monitor that. They also want uh, America to uh, no longer be a superpower. Uh, They want to move away from fossil fuels. So many of the things that we see happening right now with gas prices, with the economy, with with all this, you have to ask yourself, is this part of this? Is this part of what they plan when they go to these meetings uh, in Davos? And so this was from this last May's uh, meeting there in Davos. And then that's where this article comes from, and they wanted to they want to implement this now. It says May of twenty twenty two is when they want to have this implemented. So with well, knowing last ahead. month, yeah, absolutely. So that leads to the question: Are we already there? Is it already being implemented in these places? And how is it going? Because we didn't know. I mean, we like you said, we're from this area. We didn't know. I haven't seen banners down seventy five. No. So. Dallas will be a smart city. Right. You're being monitored everywhere you go. We're collecting your data. They would data. never say it like that. No. No, they're not going to say that. We're using your tax dollars to reduce your carbon footprint. Yeah. And and so th- when you think about the implications of this, I, what worries me, what concerns me, and, and we talked about a little bit, could this lead to the mark of the beast? Well, if they're doing all this stuff, if they're collecting this data on you, and then we move to a, a global currency that is a digital currency where they can control that as well. Well, they can control everything once they have your information. For one thing, we're going to see other video where they talk about it. We've seen some of this footage before and what their plan really is uh, for each individual person. But uh, they could decide, Vince, that I've had too much red meat you know, for my quota for the week. And I might want to go to the store and buy me a T-bone steak to throw on the grill Saturday. And they're like, well, guess what? You've met your quota this week. We decline that you can buy this. And so that's the type of things we're talking about. Because they're worried about your red meat consumption. Who's going to enforce that, Doug? I don't know, Vince, who's going to be able to enforce it. Is the cashier going to say, "Um, you're good to go, but we took the T-bone steak out? Because you didn't get approved for that. I think that your money, you're just not going to be able to spend that money. They'll just freeze your account and tell you this. So that's long. kind of unknown. And Yeah. Because like with mass mandates, they relied on the grocery store staff right. to do that. And there were some people in the grocery stores, I'm not going to name names, Mm-mm. but there were some people who didn't have a mask on. Yeah. And the uh, grocery store employees... <laughs> uh, most of the time didn't give me, I mean, o- other people any problems. Right. So yeah. why don't you just walk out with your T-bone and is that going to be possible? I don't know. I don't know what it's going to look like from here because luckily we're not to that point yet. But I'm just saying this is where this could lead to. So it's very interesting. And, and uh, we have another clip there if we can look at it where Senator Ron Paul uh, is doing the interview on Fox what do you think there. about this tr- tracking technology they're cooking up? They're going to track your, your carbon footprint. I mean, I think that these liberals are already stressed out enough, Senator. Yeah. Imagine when they find out, like, everything they do is, is killing the, the ozone. I mean, they're going to go crazy. They're going to start yelling at us. Yeah, privacy is not much of a concern for these kind of people. So not only do they want to track you for your carbon footprint, the WHO has announced, you know, they're forming a treaty, and it's going to be this treaty for the next pandemic. But in the next pandemic, it's not going to be a a Washington-based mandate on vaccines or a Washington-based social distancing or masks. It's going to be an international one, and they actually want to track everybody with a QRS code. I think that 
goes beneath the surface right back <laughs> here. But I'm not sure how they get it in yet. But, uh, no, I mean, it's no laughing matter. It is very worrisome. But whenever they talk about it, they have absolutely no concern for privacy. And you're exactly right. They don't care about the individual. They don't know people like us. They've never been on a bus. They've never been on Southwest Airlines. They've never driven a car. Most of them have never even driven their own car. So these are not the kind of people we want telling the rest of us what to do. Ron Paul's looking pretty good. Yeah, sorry. I said the wrong name there. <laughs> it's Rand Paul. But uh, anyway, the point is he's making there is that, you know, these aren't the people that we want making these decisions. These elites who uh, think that they know better how to govern the people than, you know, like we, we're not smart enough to do it ourselves. So uh, this is the kind of control that they want. And uh, I guess should should we jump in the article? Yeah, This and, and really it's not like an article like one would normally think of one. It's a post from the World Economic Forum on yeah. their website, weforum.org. Yeah. So it's not like a Fox News host wrote an article or someone from CNN or anywhere else you want to list. This is an announcement on their website called Our Alliance is Creating Smart City Governance. Mm-hmm. They're announcing an alliance that's creating smart city governance. Not a blog post. Right. Not somebody making a YouTube video in their grandmother's basement. No. WEF website is sharing what their alliance is. And it says, what's the challenge in the way of smart city governance? To support their booming urban populations, many cities are coming to rely on the Internet of Things. That is the world's ever-expanding network of connected devices to collect, share, and analyze real-time data Now, what that means is real-time data is exactly what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. Data in real time. Right now, it's going to update every second. So if you are walking down the sidewalk, not every minute or whatever, every second it's going to be able to capture that on a camera, put it back in a system. And if you have a smartphone, I'm sure you see QR codes all over the place. Absolutely. These, these, These cameras on your smartphone are equipped to scan that QR code and generate a link based off of what is in that photo. Yep. Similarly, if you have a photo of, say, a Word document or anything with words on it, your camera is smart enough if you double-click one of those words in a picture. Now, this is crazy to me because this hasn't always been. Now, there's some young people out there that might think, what's the deal? No, this hasn't always been. <laughs> yeah. A picture with words on it, you can double tap that word and your camera is somehow able to detect the word, highlight it, you can look up the definition, you can look up similar words, you can Google search that word, whatever it is. Yeah. This is what's being implemented in these smart cities and probably technology is even far more advanced than that that's not available to the public yet. It's just traditionally how it goes. I'm not trying to promote fear or uh, conspiracy theories. That's just how it goes. There's usually technology available to the government or some organizations that's not available to you and I on our phones. Right. So that's what's being implemented here. The data gathered is going to be helping cities combat crime, reduce pollution, decrease traffic congestion, improve disaster preparedness. Well, I don't know what that means, but I'd like to know a little bit more about what that means. And more. However, it's also raising growing concerns about privacy and security. Without proper governance, these smart city technologies pose significant challenges. You don't say. 
But despite the growing number of smart cities around the world, no global framework exists for regulating how data should be collected in public spaces, for example, by traffic cameras or Wi-Fi hotspots and subsequently used. The Smart City Alliance, Smart Cities Alliance, is establishing global policy norms for data collection and use. So the Smart City Alliance from the World Economic Forum in mm-hmm. Switzerland has established global policy norms. This didn't go through the U.S. Congress. Mm-mm. This wasn't signed in by our president. Right. Nobody in our county voted on it. It's established global policy norms from the World Economic Forum in Switzerland. Yeah. Made up of members from around the world. Doesn't that make you feel safe and secure? I feel like I'm in a sci-fi movie. I know. <laughs> this is something that we watched on television or on uh, at the movies as kids, and it was laughed at like, oh, that'll never happen. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. Really, really weird. Um, nonetheless, these policy norms um, are established for collection and use, transparency and public trust, and best practices in smart city governance. It's bringing together governments, private sector partners, and civil society organizations to co-design, pilot, and scale up innovative policy solutions that help cities responsibly implement IoT technologies. Experts from more than 50 global organizations have have been collaborating through the Alliance to develop a first-of-its-kind global policy roadmap on smart city technologies. Now, Doug, one of these cities is Dallas. We mentioned that. Yeah. Pittsburgh is another. Chattanooga, Tennessee is another. San Jose, California is another. Yeah. That is right here, right in our backyard, and right in many people's backyard that are listening or watching. Right. What in the world's going on? How, how did this happen? Well, I mean, that's a very good question. Like you said, nothing's ever been presented to the public about it. So... The thing is, this has been going on for a long time, Vince. I mean, honestly, uh, you know, back when we got the smart ID uh, ID for our driver's license, there are places set up all through the area where there are readers. Uh, one of the big places is, is our DART rail system, the Dallas Area Rapid Transit rail system. There are places set up through there when you're on that train and you're going through these things, it's reading your driver's license and telling exactly where your location is. Uh, We even have that set up on traffic cameras and things here to where if I was to commit a crime and they knew that uh, Doug Norvell committed a crime, they could put my name in the system and they could actually see what intersections I had gone through recently or where I had been if if they could go through a reader and read that card. So just going down 190, that stuff is read and they're keeping data on it. So it's been going on for a long time, but this is really hitting home because it's more than just traffic signals. It's more than just rail systems. This is your home and the smart devices within your home. We've got open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be getting to the calls after the break. See you in a bit. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. 
It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. I want to remind you again that the June is a special month because we're doing a match campaign. We've had generous partners say we will match up to $50,000 given. And so if you'd like to participate in that and double your gift, uh, $50 turns into $100, $100 turns into $200, and so on, go to endtime.com slash 2x, and every contribution you make up to $50,000 will be doubled. Now, there is only one week left for this. It ends uh, at the end of the month of month of June. And so if you're going to participate in it, we certainly appreciate it very much, but you are running out of time. So go to endtime.com slash 2x or call 800-END-TIME. Uh, your contributions go a long way in helping us continue to provide this show totally free every single weekday. Of course, we have tens of thousands of articles and videos on endtime.com and watch.endtime.com that are available for totally free. That's only possible because of the goodness of God and because of partners just like you that give, give us money every single month that's put into His kingdom. And that's what we're all about here. And we want to share the gospel around the world and your contributions make that happen. So thank you very much. And go to endtime.com slash 2x. All right, Doug, we're talking about this smart city thing that's going on that the World Economic Forum has announced. I think there's 70 cities that are participating and they plan to expand into Asia, the Middle East, and Africa, and I'm sure in the U.S. as well. Uh, In the coming months, we showed a video clip of some of that uh, conversation that have taken place with the WEF. What do we want to do next? We have a number of callers that that would like to contribute we have a number of videos still to share and a lot more information. So you tell me what to do, and that's what we'll do. <laughs> well, let's it's take, all going to be your fault. One way or the other. <laughs> let's take a couple of calls right now, and then maybe we can jump back into it and take some more after. All right, let's go to Deanna in South Carolina. Deanna, welcome to End of the Age. Hello, gentlemen. How are y'all? We are well. How are you? I'm good. Um, something that I have been thinking about, I remember back in March when I had talked with y'all, y'all did a similar program on this. A lot of people are going to be convinced and it's going to be due to convenience and people are going to be lured in it and they're going to think that it's going to be safe because just what the government's going to say. But how do you propose that's going to 
help these smart cities and everything, especially, like, if people are alert in it and, like, deal with, like, medical issues. As a matter of fact, my mother was just diagnosed with cancer, like, because technology over the years has grown tremendously in that era, but, you know, it's just based on convenience. It's just scary to think about. So what's your question, Deanna? So... How do you think, I probably just got it confused, just how do you, what's the best way to think through all of this, like, to not be convinced based on this government, because they're blindsided, how do we stop this from happening and, like, telling people that are just blinded? Yeah. Well, I mean, you make a good point. This is going to seem like it's a really great thing to a lot of people because of convenience. I mean, I drive a lot, and I use my GPS, and I I actually use that and uh, depend on it to help me throughout, you know, when I'm driving. It, it's going to recourse me if there's trouble up on the highway. In the highway I travel, there seems to always be trouble. It even alerts me that there's uh, you know, someone taking radar, police officer taking radar so that I watch my speed and things like that. These things are very convenient, and this is the way that they're going to push this, that this is a convenience. Uh, we were talking before the program today uh, with some of our production staff, and we were talking about the fact that they go home and they can, you know, they can program their, their air conditioner to come on at a certain time. They can program their lights to go off and to go down at night when they get ready to go to sleep into sleep mode and things like that. There's a convenience to this, which is something that is going to appeal to people. There's even going to be a convenience to the mark of the beast, and that's the, that's the trouble. Right now, why we talk about this stuff and why we want to get it out there is because they're already beginning to set up a system that is going to be able to control people. They're going to be able to collect all the data that they need from us. They're already doing it. It's not like... Uh, we can do anything right now to stop what they've gotten already because through social media and things like that are just are uh, going into a web search and searching for something. They know what you're looking at. They know what you're shopping for. That's why we get the ads on Facebook and we get the ads on our computer when we go to a certain page. Ads will come up on the side. It'll be ads that we've looked for. Um, you know, I was I was researching bounce houses for my granddaughter's birthday party not too long ago. Now, every time I pull up certain pages, there's bounce houses down the side of it to show me because they think I'm shopping for that because I searched it once. So it's going to be something, you know, Vince, I know you can agree with it. It's it's going to be something that appeals to people. And right now, technology, uh, there's a lot of people that are technology driven, a lot of people that are into technology, and it will appeal to those people. But we've got to be careful when we get to that point to push back against some of these systems that they're trying to, to get us to go into. I mean, to me, digital currency is, is very dangerous for us to go into, but our government wants to go into that. Uh, we fought the, the ID for a long time, the, uh, the Real ID Act. We yeah. fought here at End Time. And so that's the only things we can do about it right now. But the bottom line is to never take that mark of the beast. And we're going to know when it comes to that point, when they tell you. How do you um, tell somebody that has a hardened heart, though? Like, they just don't want to hear it. Well, those convinced against their will are of the same opinion still. <laughs> That's my take on it. As much yeah. as I want 
people to uh, hear it and, and believe it and then behave like they believe it, that's just not reality. And so I don't know that there's a specific way that you can frame your words to tell them to change their mind, but uh, the best way to go about that is through prayer and, and really seeking the Lord and asking Him to intervene in in their heart and in their mind. And so, unfortunately, there's not a magic formula because everyone's different. Everyone has hang-ups. Uh, there's a reason why that person is hardened for, you know, whatever uh, the case may be. And the Lord knows exactly what to do to penetrate their brain and get in inside of them and say, you know, help them change. And so, um, pray about it. Is the, is while it's not very you know logical to us in the flesh, it's the best way to approach it. Yeah, agreed. Thank you guys so much. If y'all don't mind, will y'all say a prayer for my mother? She's undergoing a lot of chemo right now. But other than that, we are grateful for your ministry and thank you for everything that y'all do. Deanna, what's your mom's name? Denise. Denise. Yes. Okay. Sir. Well, let me let me just pray while you're on the phone with us. Is that okay? Yes, sir. Okay. Lord God, we just come before you right now, and we lift up Denise to you, Lord. Knowing that you know all things from the end to the beginning, Lord, we know that uh, you are in control of this situation. We are just asking, God, that you continue to keep uh, Deanna's mother in your hands, Lord. Just watch over her and protect her through this situation, Lord. Allow the doctors to know exactly how to treat this cancer, Lord. But we know that you can heal all things, Lord. And we're just asking for your will to be done in this situation, that you would just give them strength, that you would give them uh, just peace in in their hearts and in their spirits to know that you're in control of this situation and that you have authority over all things. And, Lord, we just ask that you keep them from being fearful, but help them, Lord, to seek your will and your faith in this situation. And we just lift it up to you in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, guys, and God bless y'all. Yes, ma'am. Thank Thanks, you. Deanna. God, God bless, bless you. Thank you for that, Doug. We appreciate it, of course. Uh, let's go to Shirley in Tennessee. Shirley, welcome to End of the Age. Shirley, are you there? All right. We will try to come back to Shirley once we figure out what's going on. Let's go to John in Tennessee. John, welcome to End of the Age. Good afternoon to the two of you. I see you've changed your format around a little bit. You're standing rather than sitting. Well, you know, we've uh, had a number of construction problems here, and um, this morning our air conditioner decided it wanted to leak right on the desk of our set, and so we've pivoted (laughs) a bit, and we're standing off to the side. It was just trying to spray a little water onto you to keep you cooled off. (laughs) There you go. We need it here in Texas. Yes, sir. Anyway, uh, this Internet of Things, that you're describing. I, years ago, kind of heard about this in a forecast from somebody. And I don't know if it'll do anybody any good or not to try to avoid it. But personally, I haven't carried a cell phone in nine years and uh, haven't really needed it out here in the woods in Tennessee. (laughs) But uh, I also... Try to use cash. If you're going to go in and buy that T-bone for Saturday and you don't want <laughs> to know who it is that's buying it and all this kind, just pay cash for it. Yeah. I try to use cash to go shopping. I try to use cash to do as much as possible. And even though it's not as convenient as the card 
and it's not as you know time saving as just going through it, going with the ATM card or whatever and paying for everything. It does maintain, in my mind anyway, a little more of the privacy. And I don't know if that'll help people that are worried about it feel a little better, but truthfully, why? If you're going to use, do it, do it. If not, you know, don't worry about it because uh, it seems that the Bible tells us we're not going to be as involved in this one world government as the rest of the nations are. And it all comes down to depending on and trusting God's word. Absolutely. So, uh, well, John, you know, the Internet of Things is actually not something that you get to entirely choose to participate in now by choosing to uh, have a smartphone you are choosing to participate by choosing to register your dishwasher in your uh, your internet at your home you're participating it's simply the connection of all these smart devices Mm -hmm. and so once you connect uh, to the internet avoid any possibility of having connected devices you mean you can't start your dishwasher from your phone no. <laughs> Personally, I'm of one of these dinosaur-type people. I'm squeaking at 70, so I'm one of these <laughs> dinosaur-type people. I don't have a dishwasher. I have two hands. Well, that's probably the best one you can get. I don't have a poster that will yeah. tell me it's almost done. I don't. Right. My microwave does not tell me, you know, how to uh, Hang on. what I've Hang on, you don't have a dishwasher, but you have a microwave. Right. John, you're slipping on us. So have dishwashers. But I have nothing that is internet connected other than a computer. I don't even have my uh, smart TV connected through the Bluetooth on the internet. Right. And just... It's not connected to the computer. It's not. I avoid trying to do things like that. I well, guess I'm still from growing up without all of the conveniences that mm-hmm. a lot of the people have these days. I don't miss them. And it's difficult to convince people that you can make it without them, but I, I don't do it. Right. So, and uh, that may be the way that people have to go in, you know, in the times that we're approaching if, you don't want to be part of this. You just get rid of all your smart devices and don't hook anything up to the internet, and try to live off grid as much as you can. It's harder in the cities, you know, than it is for folks that live out in the rural areas. But it can be done. All right, John, we're coming up against a break. Thank you so much for your call. We always appreciate hearing from you. We do have some open lines if you'd like to join Doug and I on the show. You can call eight seven seven end time eight seven seven. Three six three eight four six three. We'll be right back after the break. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. Endtime is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Again, we have some open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll get back to the phones. Let's try Shirley in Tennessee again. Shirley, welcome to End of the Age. All right, I'm, I have given up on Shirley. I'm so sorry if you're there, Shirley. Try again another day, and we will get you on the show. Let's go to Jim in Florida. Jim, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, Vince, and how's it going, guys? Doug, praise the Lord. This is Jim in the truck. Yes, sir. Check We're going well. How are you? I'm all right, man. This is uh, listening to a, a lot of this stuff in, right in your own city, and it sounds like right out of the Garden of Eden and then how the church was attacked by the Universal Church, and we won't get too far into that, but it's it's subtle. They, they, they're bringing it in, and they're not telling people about it. You guys never heard nothing about this, and here it comes, you know, and it's right there at your doorstep. And That's they're going to implement this, and then, you know, there's people out there, like I was going to mention, there's people out there that are claiming, um, I, I gotta, I'm trying to, Look at with this. They're, they're claiming their Christianity, and the Bible, like that woman was talking about, you pray for Denise, uh, that woman's mother. God bless you guys. That was great. But, uh, you know, there's um, people out there that don't understand. They, they, they think that, they actually mentioned that they're going to uh, get the people mad if it's not a pre-trib. Well, you know, why don't you just, we need to, people need to wake up and understand that if this gospel's hit, it's hidden under them that are lost. So things that they're telling us, and actually, the stuff they're not telling us, and they're doing it, implementing it, that right in your city of Dallas, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable that the amazing gall that they have to do that, and they're going to throw this at us at the last minute, and then we will have no choice at that point. Isn't that about it? Well, that's what they're trying to do for sure. Um, Jim, one of the things they've been doing here for quite a while, and Dave touched on it uh, a few weeks ago when he talked about how he had sold his home uh, because the market was doing so well here, but then he turned around and started looking for other homes, and he can't afford to buy any other homes because uh, there are people that are buying those homes up. There's uh, some articles that talk about uh, BlackRock and, and uh, Vanguard, which are uh, you know part of the WEF, that are buying these things up, and that's all part of this as well because one of the things they say uh, is that you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Uh, they're putting up apartments around here that are like their own little boxes of uh, a town. If you live in these apartments, you don't have to leave your apartment. You've got everything there in the apartment, movie theaters and apartments. Uh, 7-Eleven grocery store type thing. Right. It's all there, yeah. Yeah, barbershops, everything that you would need, even doctor's offices and some of these things. So the whole goal is... They want to get rid of fossil fuels. They want us to move to electric vehicles. Uh, that's part of that carbon footprint thing. They want you housed in a little box and to own nothing and to be happy. Uh, and so they, they've started already. I mean, it really, you think about it, 
with the with the checks people received during the COVID crisis. You know, nobody was able to do anything. We were locked indoor, and they start sending people, you know, $600 checks and things like that. That's the type of move that they want to go. They want to get you used to this type of stuff where you don't owe anything. You just really rent it from the government. And uh, and this is all part of it. And that's why they're they're talking about these smart cities. That's I would guarantee that a lot of these apartment complexes that are coming up are geared to do this right now, the way that you know, they're, they're coming up. You know, I'm seeing it's like a blitzkrieg of all the stuff that they're going to try to control us. It's all about the control of the human race and that they are in control of it. And like you said, these people don't even drive cars. I think Vince said that. They don't even have cars. I mean, they don't drive. They, they have shoulders. I mean, mm-hmm. this is what these people are. They, they think that they're above us and that they know what's right. And they're basically led directly by satanic influences. Uh, so I just hope that... Uh, the Bible says at the end, it says that the, the enemy, the devil, is going to overcome the saints and, and kill them. So and I'm just hoping that we're correct on thinking that the United States is going to be the wings of a great eagle that does protect Israel for a time, time and a half of times yeah. in the last three and a half years. Man, I feel the Spirit of God talking about that. You know what? We need to really be awake right now because we're so close. We're at the precipice, right at the door of what's about to come around the corner. Now, I'm going to send you some emails about this other gentleman. I don't want to say it on the air to, to offend anybody, but i, I got to be a little bit... I'm, I'm trying to be a pit bull, but I'm trying to be uh, uh, with rubber teeth here a little bit. I'm trying to be nice about it, yeah. Well, listen, right. God bless you guys in Jesus' name. Have a blessed day, and thank you. Thank you, Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jim. God bless you. Uh, Doug, you know, they're definitely preparing that. You mentioned that perhaps all these um, apartments are being built that way. They're all connected uh, to the Internet of Things, and that's the... Yeah. It's been that way for years around here, and so uh, I can only imagine what it's like everywhere else. Uh, is Washington, D.C. a smart city? I would think so. Is I it? would think that place would pun be in, for sure. Pun intended there, Doug. Oh, gotcha. All right, let's oh, go to... Funny. Let's see what <laughs> you Let's did. go to Larry <laughs> in Louisiana. Larry, welcome to End of the Age. Yeah, I come up my... I finished around 1966. I come up in the smart class. I made all straight A's. Let me... <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that. But uh, you call a, a previous lady, that's not the one you meet previously, uh, that caveman mentality, you know, that would have to be just for very, very, maybe 1% of the people because uh, you all receive your donation, contribution. It's almost impossible for this society to live without the Internet or cell phones or what have you. Uh, all those are not evil within themselves, but people... They have a tendency to, to, you know, do evil through that. And almost any, anything that is invented, you're going to have the devil going to get involved. So I, I, I really can't see. Uh, I know uh, some radio programs out here locally, the, the host said she don't own the TV. Then she recently got one because she almost needed She don't look at uh, what she have control of what she look at. But some of these uh, uh, new uh, inventions, you almost need it just to keep in communication. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a great point. You you do. You have to have certain things now where, you know, 30 years ago, we we didn't have those things. I, I know 30 years ago, I didn't have a cell phone. Uh, but, you know, now I, I can't even imagine leaving the house and not having my cell phone right. with me because I have to have it for work and everything else to communicate with anybody. But you're right. It's That's why this is the way that they're moving all this technology in and collecting the data is because they know that people have a hard time making it without using their technology. We have to have that. 
I mean, think about when your internet goes down and how upset right. people get that their internet's down. Right. Yeah. So you know, my should... cell phone, I call it the lifeline. Uh, you know, occasionally <laughs> I've left home, I turn around, if I forget it, and I turn around and go back and get it. But I say, yeah. if I'm going to still going to be 20 minutes, 30 minutes, well, I'll take that trip and come on back home. But uh, <laughs> when, I, when I occasionally forget my cell phone, it seems like I don't lose contact with the world. Yes, seems that will feel that way. <laughs> Thanks for, your, thanks for your call, Larry. You're dead on there. That's, that's how many of us feel. And, Doug, it's interesting that um, it's kind of the system that's been created. Mm-hmm. Um, has it been intentional? You know, these are questions that we ask, and some, you know, may accuse people who make those questions, pose those questions to be conspiracy theorists. But you do have to wonder how all this is connecting now. Yeah. Uh, has all this been intentional? Has the fact that almost 100% of, I guess, uh, non-service employees, I I don't know how to phrase that properly, people that work in restaurants and grocery stores, almost everyone outside of that had been working from home during COVID, and now many people are still working from home, and that's being encouraged. Right. And now that gas prices are so high, it's really convenient if you work from home. Yeah. So you're not paying five bucks a gallon. Right. And so that is the system that makes a lot of sense. Stay in your home, yeah. take the elevator or the stairs. If you're a really good boy or girl and one extra point, you can take the stairs, go down to your grocery store on the first floor, and do everything you need to do right there without ever getting in a vehicle or really leaving your building complex. Yeah, yeah. Just We've, become your own little community there. Yep. And, you, you know, you, you mentioned something interesting there because I remember when the Internet first came about and when it Dial first, up? Yeah, I mean, well, I remember when it when it first, you know, they started talking about. It, I thought this is never going to take off, and they <laughs> when ever I you weren't an early was, investor then. Huh? No, I wasn't. And when I found out it was called the World Wide Web, it always intrigued me because I was like, once I got on the internet and started learning more about the internet, I was like, no wonder this is called the World Wide Web because it's caught the world in a web like a spider web. So that's definitely what they're doing right now. Interesting stuff. Let's go to yeah. Pam in Iowa. Pam, welcome to End of the Age. Hi. Hi. I have a question for you. You mentioned that uh, the next pandemic in the United States, that the World Health Organization would be giving us directives. So my question was, did Biden give up the sovereignty of the U.S. to the health, World Health Organization at the World Economic Forum since nobody, uh, I didn't vote on anything? Right. Well, Pam, first of all, let me just say this. I'm so happy that you've watched the show because that right there tells me you've been watching the show to to know that and know that we've talked about this in the past. But what happened was he tried to push that through and no one voted for it. It was was destroyed when they brought it uh, to uh, those countries within the U.N. that were going to vote on it. No one wanted to accept those terms and give up their sovereignty. So... Uh, it, it was defeated. Thank goodness. Now, they'll try to push it back through at another time. I think next year they're going to try again around May. Uh, so it's something that we got to stay on guard about and watch. Yeah. Uh, but at this point, it is dead. So okay. they did not get that done. Praise the Lord. And I had a comment. You, you mentioned the other day about in God we trust. You said who put that on the dollar? I can't remember who you said, but what one thing I thought when you said it was he may have had that 
to let, because one world government was in its infancy, to let them know that the United States was standing firm against it by placing that on our dollar. And that could be the case. And, yeah. and I, yeah. I pray that we continue to do that. Amen. Pam, we I appreciate your call. Questions. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. The show that she's referring to is from May 17th, President Biden handing over U.S. sovereignty. You can go watch that on Into the Age Plus. Let's go to Joe in New York. Joe, you have less than a minute. Welcome to Into the Age. Praise you guys. I love you. Thank you for what you're doing. You see, Doug just did what we're supposed to be doing. He prayed for that woman on the phone. That's our hope. We got to stick to the bases. We're all being brainwashed, like that man who said he depends on his cell phone as a lifeline. That's insanity, and it's not a conspiracy, it's a plan. Satan's been around for a lot of years, and a conspiracy is something done in secret. This is a plan, and he's manipulating those who don't know the Lord, and he will continue. And we as believers have to trust in the Holy Spirit how to take stands locally in our school systems and our local government to make a voice with our votes and to know what's happening. As far as the the World Economic Forum, what's going to happen when they own all the banks? Yeah. They're in the process of doing that right now. You see, what happens if they own all the banks? Yeah, you're right. They're in the process of controlling a lot of different things, and they already do. Uh, So many companies have bought into the World Economic Forum. I mean, companies that you wouldn't even suspect of. you know, and, and it's it's heartbreaking to see what's happening there. But, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons why we do programs like this, Joe, is to help people understand what's going on so that maybe we can do something uh, to push back. Maybe like research some of those companies and stop buying products from them and things like Everyone's that. Everyone's got to raise their voice and keep using cash. I love you guys. Mm-hmm. Keep doing what you're doing. God bless you, Joe. Thank you for your call. We appreciate it very much. Don't forget to go to endtime.com slash 2x to participate in our match campaign that ends next week also come out and see me july 3rd i'll be speaking at a tent revival but endtime.com slash events to learn more about that see you tomorrow this has been end of the age brought to you by the faithful partners of end time ministries if you're not currently a partner with end time ministries or if you would like more information we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.